Well, bonjour, and welcome back to the room above the attic. Ooh, bonjour. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see why. All right. Welcome back to the room above the attic, a true crime podcast where I describe horrific murders and um, true crime events to my father. And I'm her father, and I listen to these true crime events and pass judgment on all that uh, I that need judgment passed yeah. on them. And uh, sometimes I I can't believe the stories that I hear from my, yeah. from my own daughter. I find some crazy ones. You do. You. you do. Um, we've been on hiatus for a while. Yes, it's been a while been. since we've had a podcast. Life has been very crazy. Life has been crazy, and not just because of what's going on in the world, but there's been a lot. We've been of... very busy. Yeah. Until until now, so until we're, we're back. We are back. Yes. And I'm very excited about that. Yeah. I've been sitting on this story for like months. Oh wow! So you yeah, this has been an uh, an idea you've had for a while. Yeah. Cool. It's very interesting to me. Yeah. And it has a few crazy turns. Well, not really turns, but it's like things where I, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So what time period does this story happen? Uh, 1911 through 1960, mm. I think. So the turn it's of the a, century. Yeah, just after years. the turn of the century. Huh. Not, not bad. Yeah. All right. Should we dive into it? I don't think we have any... I mean, everybody knows what the current events are. Everybody's going yeah. through the same thing right now. So right. I don't think that's we... probably why you're here right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be why you're listening. Um, so I, I don't. I think we should just get right to it. Alrighty, so we're going back to Paris. All get belly. Yeah. All right. On the twenty-first of August, nineteen eleven. Twenty-first of August. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our story starts in the Louvre, which houses some of the most valuable pieces of art. The Louvre. Yeah. Okay. I that spelling that threw me through a loop. Yes. Because <laughs> like I don't I like. Sometimes um, I intentionally say words incorrectly, just so it reminds me how to spell them. Yeah. Like Louvre means now I can spell Louvre. Now, and sometimes I say B E A beautiful, so I know how to spell beautiful. Right. Right. Um, and thanks to Jim Carrey for giving me that one. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah, you kind of say words. I say words wrong, so if I need to spell them, I can spell them. That's very smart. But I I don't do it all the time because I don't want people to think that I don't know how to say words. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Once you have it in there, it's locked in. It's locked. Yeah, I can actually see the the name Louvre in my head. Yeah. Every time I, I you know say it. Yeah. And, uh, but Louvre. Louvre. Okay. So okay. So we're in August, uh, the twenty first, nineteen eleven. Yes. In Paris at the Louvre. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of the most famous uh, paintings. Uh, in the Louvre is an Italian Renaissance painting. You might have heard of it. It's called the Dogs Mollies. Playing pork, Poker. Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. That really famous Italian Renaissance painting. <laughs> yeah, during the Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs Playing Poker. <laughs> yes. No, it's uh, what's the real painting we're talking about? The Mona Lisa. Ah, the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's ringing a bell. Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, if you lived in um, Paris or anywhere over the world 
1911, you wouldn't have, because what I'm about to tell you made the Mona Lisa famous. Huh. Some people didn't know about it before 19... Well, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like widely a big known painting or before 1911. Huh. Right. Okay. So you're saying this event sparked the, the um, popularity. Right, because at the time, the Mona Lisa wasn't even the most popular painting the Louvre had. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And now people line up for like hours to yeah. see it. Although it's a good painting, there's not much yeah. going on. It's a woman who has a has a bit of a yeah, it's not even a smile, it's kind of a smirk. Yeah. You know. You know, it's not like the uh Last Supper or right. or you know, a battle scene or yeah. you know, something like that. But it's very popular, everybody knows of it. About yeah. It. Yeah. All right, so tell me the story. Alrighty, so, um, like I said, before the 21st and 22nd of August, no one really knew about the Mona Lisa. Okay. But, um, 48, or 28 hours later, uh, a still life artist went into the Louvre to paint the gallery the Mona Lisa was in. Okay. And he gets all set up. So he's painting a picture of a hallway with pictures in it. Yeah. Interesting. He was a still life painter. So. <laughs> All right. That's just, that's what he did. He's painting a picture of pictures. Yeah. So he gets all set up and he's ready to paint. And then he realized the Mona Lisa is missing. And there's four bear hooks where it once was. Interesting. And at the time he didn't think much about it because um, they were doing, they were taking photos of the paintings up on the roof because of, um, cameras at there at that time didn't work well inside so they just take it and photograph it and then put it back oh okay yeah. they so yeah the lighting was probably not very good this so right. outside for the lighting i got you yeah um so he didn't think much of it no okay but he felt like he couldn't paint the gallery without the mona lisa huh. in there um he'd just be painting four empty hooks on the wall yeah <laughs> okay so um, the painter went to a guard and talked to him, and he's like, you need to ask the photographers when they're going to be done with this painting because I can't paint without it in here. And, and the guard's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, I do not know what you mean. Well, he went up and asked them, and the photographers were like, we don't have that painting. Uh-huh. I, I thought that's probably where this was going. Yeah. Yes. And man was very upset. <laughs> he, the painter. Yeah. The painter like, that was painting the painting of the paintings. Yeah. Because he's like, <laughs> he couldn't do it. He felt like he couldn't do it without it. Right. So okay. it's missing. <laughs> right. And now he's done for the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he moves on to a different gallery. Yeah. He just he turns around back. and paints the other end of the hall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so after this, Virtually overnight, the Mona Lisa becomes famous. Because now everybody's like, be on the lookout for this painting. Yeah. Right, okay. You know, like this painting, it's gone missing. It's by Da Vinci. Yeah, everybody knows who Da Vinci was. Yeah. Yeah, even if they didn't know the, the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the theft of this painting broke headlines all over the world. Right. Um, one of the main concerns of the French people that was American millionaires were buying up the best paintings of France. Mm-hmm. So they fingered a lot of wealthy Americans, such as J.P. Morgan. Those darn Americans. Yeah. They even um, 
question Picasso <laughs> for stealing it. And Picasso's like, I... Uh, they thought well, he stole it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They were just... They were trying to find it because it belonged to They the probably French just were at, talking to everybody. Yeah. Right. Um, J.P. Morgan was yeah. suspected? Dang, they had some... Uh, and uh, interesting suspects. Yeah. Picasso and J.P. Morgan. All right. And they also thought it could have been the Germans. Those Germans. Um. That was. I'm gonna say World Kaiser. Kaiser. Kaiser Wilhelm. Mm. Mm-hmm. They thought it was he was behind it because of the rising tensions between France and Germany before World War One. Plus, uh, Germans during World Wars have been known to steal paintings. Yes. <laughs> even though, I don't know when <laughs> World War started, the one started, I don't know if we were at war yet. but No, we yeah. weren't yet. Okay. It was right before us, so like, everything's like building tension. So right. then this happens, they're like, oh, ha. Yeah. So yeah, you. the Germans were, yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad place to, to at least suspect. Yeah. Okay, so they talked to the Germans, and they were like, how dare you? Yeah, they're like, no, we don't have it. Okay. Uh, So the Louvre shut down for a week following the theft. And when it opened, there was a mass of people who wanted to see the four hooks that held the painting. Wow. (laughs) So so the Louvre was not famous, but the empty space on the wall where the... Or the the Louvre. The Mona Lisa was not famous, but the empty space on the wall where it was was famous yes nice. now because they're yes. like whoa kids were going to the museum and we're gonna see a blank wall yeah <laughs> really all like, right can you, like <laughs> it'd be like standing in line for like a roller coaster getting there and them being like eh, nothing no can you imagine okay Let's role play. I'm dad. Okay. You're you're the daughter. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's let's uh, step out of, out of ourselves for a second. All right, honey. I have a I have a field trip I want to take you on. Yay. Yeah, and we're gonna go see some artwork. Okay. All right, but the artwork we're gonna look at is not there. We're just gonna look at a bare wall. What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine, like, having a field trip to the museum? And then the yeah. they're like, what is everyone looking at? And it's just a wall with hooks. Four, four hooks, yes. <laughs> All right, so so where are we now? So they've closed down, and then it got popular for the blank wall. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um. So, who stole the painting? Well, it is in a... They must have found out because they have it now. Yes. Unless it's not the real Mona Lisa. Uh. No, it's Irma. Okay. <laughs> I looked up how to pronounce this man's name, but I'm sure it's Vincent Vincenzo. Vincenzo. Yeah. Where Vincenzo. are we? Where, where is it? Vincenzo Perga. Perugia. 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 Yeah. Perugia. I think it. Vincenzo Perugia. I'm gonna go with yeah, that. Yeah, Perugia. Yeah, sounds good. Um. So he was actually a handyman who had worked for the Louvre to install protective glass casings like the one that protected the Mona Lisa. Hmm. So he had intimate knowledge of the Louvre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So also, security at the Louvre was not the best during this time. So he was able to hide in a storage closet and go unnoticed. So they know he did it? Yes. Okay, so you're saying this is the guy. This is not just a suspect. No, okay. this is the guy. Okay, then I think he did it. Yes. Okay, good. Passing judgment. Like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. 
So he hid in that storage closet until around 7 in the morning when foot traffic was going to be the lightest mm-hmm. and the museum was closed, so mm-hmm. no one was going to see him. Hidden closet. Yeah. Um, he exited the storage closet wearing a white apron, which was a uniform of the Louvre employees. Mm-hmm. But he was a Louvre employee too, right? He was an ex-Louvre oh, employee. Oh, ex, okay. He just installed those and kind of left. Oh, he was done. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he walked up to the Mona Lisa, took it off the, the wall, and he made his way down a service staircase okay. where he took the glass frame that was holding it off. Okay. Can you? That was so easy. Yeah. He just walked up, took it, and walked away. Yeah, and he he was probably the one that put that glass frame on. The right. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So one hitch in his plan is that when he went to the door that led to the courtyard at the end of the service staircase, it was locked. Oh, okay. So he's like, well, crap, I can't get out now. Yeah, he's stuck there. Uh-huh. So he um, put the, the Mona Lisa at this point had been wrapped in a cloth, and he sets it down, and he starts to take apart the um, doorknob. And he was able to make a lot of progress on it until a plumber found him. And the plumber figured that his co-worker needed some help and helped him open the door, and he said, thank you. He stuck the Mona Lisa up his apron and left. Well, I can't blame the plumber for just being a nice guy. Right. Right. So, yeah. And the plumber's just there being nice and trying to do his job. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so, what did we say his name was? Perugia? Vincenzo Perugia. Perugia was actually questioned twice by the police. Since he was a former employee, but the police deemed him not to be a suspect. Okay. And they were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Although, I mean, what evidence did they have? Although they did have him, if they talked to the plumber, they did have mm-hmm. him in the building at the time trying to get right. out a locked door right, but by then taking off the door doorknob, which is a little Which is a weird. little hinky. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm, I think, uh, okay, they might have dropped the ball there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Perugia wanted to sell the painting, but because theft, the theft of it broke world headlines, he couldn't. Right. He was stuck with it. Yeah. Okay. So there were rewards for the painting, but Perugia didn't bring it in, probably due to the fear that he would be arrested. Yeah. Since he has it. Hey, guys, I uh, found this... uh, this uh this painting this painting i have i don't not... it was it was by a dumpster yeah just I by don't... a dumpster i know i work at the louvre but had nothing to do with me right just they total... were they were gonna throw it away yeah they were just throwing it away so i am the hero here right yeah <laughs> so the mona lisa went missing for two years until wow. uh perugio finally made a pass at selling the mona lisa to an art dealer in florence in december of 1913 okay so he went under the alias of Leonard. <laughs> Leonard. Where are we? It's Leonard, but I'm going to say it's Leonard because. No, it... I'd say Leonard. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. Leonard. Okay. Like Leonardo. But it doesn't have an O on the end. So right. I think just Leonard. Okay. Okay. Leonard. 
That's so boring. <laughs> okay. But, Sorry to all the Leonards out there. Oh, that's how I remember how to spell Leonard. And you just say it say it a weird way. Okay. Leonard. All right. All right. I will allow it. <laughs> okay. Keep so Prugia sent a letter to the an art dealer, um, telling him that he had stolen the Mona Lisa and wanted to repatriate it to Italy. He just came out and said that he stole it. Huh. And he did it because he wanted to give it back to Italy. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so he is trying to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I think he's backed himself into a corner and he's trying to figure out any way he can to get out of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah, so for those two years, he actually hid it in a trunk with a false bottom. Mm-hmm. And you just didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Until you felt not, it was safe. That was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Don't laugh at the art dealer's name. Okay. Um, his name, he's he's Italian. Okay. And his name is Alfredo Gary. Alfredo Gary. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if the, they named the sauce after him. I doubt it. <laughs> 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 but uh okay i do love alfredo sauce you it know is me very good so good all right so gary conferred with poggi the director of the uffizi gallery um in florence and they invited uh the dude who's still at to come to florence perugia to come to florence so the art dealer and this guy, who who is the other guy? The dealer in... Giovanni Poggi, who's the director of um, the Uffizi Art Gallery. Okay. Yeah. All right. Or I should say who I said is, he was. was. He's dead now. We can talk about so. the present tense. We'll pretend we're in 1913. Right. right. Woo. Yes. Okay. Um... So the three men met in Perugia's hotel for um, a few days later to take a look at the painting, which was now covered in red silk. Uh, they placed it on the bed, and much to Gary's and Poggi's surprise, there was, in fact, the Mona Lisa, which had been unharmed. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is a direct quote from <clears throat> Gary, but they were very surprised that it was unharmed. Yeah, and it was the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I bet they were. So they arranged for the painting to be taken to these... Yep. This-y? Where are we? I don't know. It's U-F-F-I-Z-I. If, if, if you fizzy. You fizzy. So I was right. Okay. Sorry if I were wrong, but you fizzy. Um, and he, they agreed to Perugia's $500,000 price for the painting. In 1913? Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yep. Wow. Um, but they actually had no intention of paying him. So either at this point, you can say they're either going to steal it from him. Yeah. What's he going to do about it? Or they're going to go to the police. They're trying to get it back. Right. To go to the authorities. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, they had the painting authenticated and they reported to him. To the authorities. Hey, they did the right thing. Yes. Gotta, gotta give them props for that. Well, then, if you hang it up in your art gallery, people are gonna be like, where'd you get the Mona Lisa? Right. But actually, No, they could have just said, they could have just tried to find a rich American, apparently. Right. As the story was going, to mm. buy it. 
you know. No, I learned about this in my archaeology class. Um, if you go to a museum and it doesn't say where they got it, they most likely got it from the black market. Interesting. If you can't find who donated it or, like, stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. I that's think that's happened. happened before. Oh, yeah, yeah there's a famous like um, statue, and they found half of it in, I forget where it was, but they found half of it, and they put it in a museum, and then the other half of it was in Chicago. And they're like, how'd you get that? Because it was here when we discovered it, and then overnight it went missing, and now you have it. And they're like, uh, I don't know what, you're not getting it back? And then... Huh. Eventually, they did give it back. Yeah. But. Yeah, all yeah. that's really hard to, yeah, because yeah. how do you force another country to do something? Right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Fun fact for the day. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, on December 11th of 1913, the police finally arrested Perugia at his hotel. The Mona Lisa traveled across Da Vinci's homeland before it finally made its way home to the Louvre in 1914 and that is where it is today nice yeah okay so you ready to find out what happens to this guy to Perugia yeah okay um he was put in on trial for the theft in Italy during the trial he was in um, put on trial in Italy yeah he's isn't he Except, an Italian yeah but it, the, Italian. the crime happened in France yes but they arrested him in Italy yeah but the crime happened in France yeah Wow. So, okay, I think this is going to get weird. Okay, so yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, during the trial, Perugia claimed that um, national pride inspired him to steal the Mona Lisa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Not $500,000. Well, like, yeah, the, price, the prosecutors were like, he made an attempt to sell it. Yeah, he wasn't trying to give it to the government or something. Right. To hang in, you know, in wherever. Right. Right. Okay. Um, he, but again, he's being tried in his own homeland and the crime, the victim, I guess you could say was France. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we'll see how yeah. this goes. Um, he believed the painting had been stolen from Italy during the Neapolitanic era and he was wrong about that. Na Napoleonic, I'm going to okay, say. Okay, Napoleonic. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah, because Napoleon. And let's say, I mean, he probably grabbed it up during during his conquest, Napoleon. Oh, uh, no. You would be wrong. Okay, go ahead. Okay, explain So, um, Da Vinci had taken the painting to France in 1516, and it was purchased legally by King Francis I. Well, dang. So, France got it fair and square. Yeah. Well, there you go. I still don't understand why this isn't being tried in France. <laughs> I did. The, Maybe extradition was, and all that was a little weird back then. I don't yeah. Know. Okay, so keep going. Um, because of his defense, many Italians considered him a national hero. I'm sure they did. I'm sure he was really happy to be tried in Italy. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Um, he was sentenced to one year and 15 days in prison. Mm -hmm. And he only served seven months before yep. he won his appeal. He won an appeal. Yeah. <laughs> totally saw that coming. You can't try this guy it in is... Italy when his when his countrymen are going to be like... I mean, I'm sure that story that he did it for his country really went like wildfire in Italy. Oh, it did. That's why people considered him a national hero. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, that was brilliant of him. Yeah. To say I did it for my country. Right. And not the $500,000 I was trying to get out of people. <laughs> right. My countrymen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, Perugia went on to serve in the Italian army in World War One, And he died in Paris in 1947. Ah, Paris got him. No. World no, War he One, so he was an old man then. Yeah. So he died an old man in Paris. Mm-hmm. He went back after the war and just but passed away in Paris. Why couldn't... That's weird. Okay, so I don't know how the world worked back in nineteen, the right. early 1900s. But so he got tried for his crime in Italy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he got... A, his his uh, conviction was overturned. Mm-hmm. So he moved to France. No, unless... he fought. Uh, he fought in World War One for the Italian army first. Right. And then he went back to France. But he went back to France. So yeah. why didn't the French police arrest him and then try him in a French court? I have. Maybe he was too old. Yeah, maybe. And maybe he like didn't tell anyone who maybe he was. Maybe diplomatic relations stopped him from doing it. That's yeah. weird. Okay. But saw that coming a mile away because who? How are they gonna? I mean, he was he was so smart. Yeah. And you know, for him to be tried in Italy, of course that was gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, Especially... most people are going to go the way of your country if it's your countrymen against another country. Right. You're gonna try to protect your countrymen usually, unless right. he's a total monster, but stealing a painting and saying he did it for your country. Yeah. I mean, come on. When I read that, I was like, oh, he got off. And it was like a year and 15 days. And then I read he was was like overturned and he actually only serves uh, seven months. And I was like, no. Yeah. That's great. I mean, but we got it back. He could have burnt the painting. That's true. You know, he could have. But then he wouldn't have got any money for it. Right. But the reason he tried to get, when he tried to get money is how he got caught. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he really backed himself into a corner there. Because it's like, what are you going to do? You can't sell it. Right. Because then they're going to know you you took it. Right. It took him a while to feel comfortable enough to try to sell it to somebody in his own country. Right. Yeah. It's weird, though, that he was in France. He lived in France, worked in France. And then, you know, went back to France. Right. He must have loved France. Yeah. And the French, you know, way of yeah. life or whatever. But, yeah. I wonder if he made periodic um, visits to the Louvre to just the Louvre. to see all the people lined up for the Mona Lisa. Yeah. He said, I had that in a trunk. Yeah. Once. Wow. Well, I mean, he really got away with it, I would say. Yeah. I mean, seven months in jail, but... That's... Then was known for the rest of his life as a hero to his country. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did. He got away with one. Yeah. There. For wow. Sure. Well, that was a good story. Thank you. That was you. a good. I like that one, and it didn't have murder in it. No. So yeah, that's, it was a. I liked it. That was a great story for today. Thank you. You are welcome. Yeah, and totally okay. So. We wouldn't know the Mona Lisa because I mean, let's let's be honest. You have been to the Louvre, right? No, Did, didn't, you didn't go to the Louvre? I didn't okay, go to so Louvre. you didn't go to the Louvre. But, no. um, so let's say we don't know all the paintings in the Louvre. Right. I know, I think you do know some of the paintings. Yeah. You know? But I don't, 
I would say off the top of my head, the only one I can think of is Mona Lisa. Yeah. And um, uh, that the only reason I would know the Mona Lisa is because of the story. Yeah. Although I didn't know that's why I knew this the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's so popular. I guess it would have gotten kind of popular after Da Vinci got popular. Well, Da Vinci but... was long dead by that by this time. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, huh. it's interesting. They also have parts of Napoleon's bedroom in the Louvre. The Louvre is so big, it takes people multiple days to see it. Well, isn't it like four, four buildings? There's three multiple or four floors. And underground. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm a little jealous that you got to go. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I didn't go you to You didn't Europe. go to the Louvre, but you got to go to I Europe. went to Versailles instead. I would love to go to Europe. <laughs> but... Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back to Versailles because we were kind of rushed through the entire thing. Like some things you're like, this is a how many ever acre long property and you're giving us an hour. Right. I really wish you would have saw the Mona Lisa. Well. I'm sure you do too. I don't know. I just brought that up. It's probably a sore subject. (laughs) I I like seeing the, um, Versailles. Versailles. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And you saw a lot of other stuff. You went to a, a, a museum of uh, art museum uh oh the tate museum in london okay that was fun it was free and if you are if you're in london you probably know about it anyways but if you're planning a trip to london for like a year or whenever um the tate museum is amazing because most of it is free and i saw a pollock and a picasso and a um Water lily painting by that one really famous guy whose name is escaping me. I wanted to, he had a huge exhibit that Grandma went to see. Uh, um, Van Gogh. No, not Van Gogh. <laughs> um, he paints I, uh, water lily paintings. I uh, when you say the name, I'm gonna I'm gonna say oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't I can't think of it right now. She's Googling it, folks. I am. Monet. 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 There you go. Okay. All right. I would never have got that. But, okay. The Monet painting takes up, like, an entire room. It's, like, so big. And it's so beautiful. And you're just like... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Man, that was was an awesome trip. It was. I have not stopped talking about it. You haven't. And I'm finding ways to go We've talked about it several times on the podcast. Right, your guy, you guys are probably yeah, like, tired you're, you're of tired of it. We're sorry. She got to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Um, but uh, all right, well, that was a great story. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, I I think we're done. It's history and true crime all in one. It is. I really thought that was a great story. Thank you. And now I know why I know the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, Should we sign off? Yes, we should. Okay. Well, as always, if you find yourself on this podcast, that means you've done been marked. marked.